Welcome back to another episode of Hawaii May We Be Mo. You know, Chuck is the new director of bands at Fisk University. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On your bitch asses, <laughs> that's right. It's a wild truck on the loose. Hey. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to another episode, y'all. This is your Solution Bank Podcast, an opportunity for us to expand what blackness is and what it could be. <laughs> That's from one of my favorite clips. <laughs> um, I am your host, your culture analyst. Make sure we are saying a loud, resounding good morning to our world-renowned producer, the drum beat to the 808s of my life, the lady of the house. Make sure we're saying good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Good morning. How you feeling? Uh, well, I'm, I was sleepy today. <laughs> Might be because we went to bed early. <laughs> Lord, we didn't go to bed late. Right. We went to bed early, which means we woke up early, which means we went back to bed, and now we're sleepy again. Right. <laughs> it's a terrible cycle. Terrible cycle. Anyway, um, we got some wonderful things for you this morning. As always, we're being brought to you by the Washington Informer Bridge, WIBridgeDC.com. If you want to get more news from a critical source, black-ass source, straight from the Washington Informer, holler at my man Lafayette or go to at WIBridgeDC. We need some writers, y'all. If any, if any of you niggas want to write, if any of you niggas want to see yourself in a newspaper, I, I feel like now is the time. All right, uh, we also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor for this month. Again, Gifted Curators, okay? Gifted Curators DC, I-71, right here in Washington, D.C., although I'm not in Washington, D.C., but it is in Washington, D.C., in Adams Morgan. Check them out. The thing that I love the most about Gifted Curators is that they give you original artwork to go along with the gift of high-quality marijuana. They had some great strains this week. We tested out bubblegum on last Two on Tuesday's episode, and then they gave us a personal stash of what was it? Um, what was that? Oh, oh, dirty Diana, dirty Diana. How <laughs> uh, wonderful strains! We might, we might review. We got enough. We might not get to the dirty Diana, but today we have a, a you know, we're gonna do another review of another strain. But shout out to get the curators. We appreciate y'all. And then lastly, for our pre-roll ads, this Saturday, okay, we're gonna play it in the in the in, as the mid um, music video. But this Saturday, Crab Shack Live is having well, Crab Shack Studios is having a special outdoor performance family friendly hosted by your boy called uh, Crab Shack Live some of my favorite artists will be there including Michael Robinson and Micah Robinson Ooh. and Tashira give me the yeah. 
<laughs> Shout out to the home team. You know, we are big fans over there. Uh, we like power. <laughs> yeah. um, some of our some of our other favorite performers from the area will also be there. I'll be hosting the situation, so please pull up. $15 if you ain't drinking. $20 if you feel like getting your sip on. I feel like it would be a very entertaining situation as a very vulgar and explicit man. You know, I'm starting a dirty magazine and I happen to cuss a lot. And a very black man. This whole show is dedicated to the progression of blackness. I will be doing a family-friendly show instead in front of a mixed-raced audience. And I don't mixed-race mean... I don't mean mixed-race in the sense to be a whole bunch of biracial people in the audience. I mean, there will be black people and white people and probably some biracials in there, too. Some two-tones, if you will. I heard somebody say the other day, why don't we call ourselves monoracial? Because we aren't. Right. <laughs> Solution Bank Podcast. Let's get into the show because I think we have some very interesting topics today. Uh, we're going to have, of course, we're going to have our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Award. Okay, we got a new Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Award. I want to talk about LA, which I know, I feel like I've been saying that for the last three episodes. This has turned into my walk around DC, but we are going to get to the topic of uh, LA and my. I don't know where where I stand in music right now. But first, I want to address something that might not be my business, sweetheart. Okay. As I'm sitting here thinking about it, this might be women's business. And I might, what's my man's from um, Love and Hip Hop, who's always in, in women's business? Oh, uh, <laughs> Is that Peter? Right. Well, Peter. <laughs> I feel like Peter, I might be in women's business, okay? Um, but I feel like I want to address this topic because I I smell nefarious actions happening. I don't really believe in the grand conspiracy that there's this there's this white man controlling us, but I do believe that sometimes agendas line up to to oppress us. So, later in the house, I want to I want to talk with your permission, if you don't mind. I'd like to talk about women's business, but I'm gonna need your help and parameters, and you tell me when to shut the fuck up if I need to. Okay. Okay. Is it too much pressure? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a word? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about clean girl. All right. Put up the first. Put up the first joint. I'm gonna have you read those tweets. I want to start off with a definition, and then I want to get into some implications, and then I have some some commentary or some analysis. Excuse me, myself, please. It's a it's a tweet. Yeah. Um. There should be several. This yeah. should be like three, I think. Yeah. Um. Why people get mad when we are praising soft or clean makeup on black women? And the response is calling soft glam slash no makeup makeup looks quote unquote clean holds the connotation that full glam is dirty and for the clean girl framing of this aesthetic to be prevalent amongst white women it looks like a whole lot of pandering to white femininity and purity culture I didn't mean for you to read that one first but that's oh, okay that kind of gave away the answer but sorry keep going to the next tweet TikTok taking minimalism and renaming it clean girl aesthetic for no reason is so funny to me. Okay, so I'm going to cut the clip there. <laughs> All right, so the definition of clean girl is apparently a combination of minimalistic makeup and the no makeup look. From my very male uh, point of view, you remember when Alicia Keys was like, oh, I'm not wearing makeup no more? Yep. But she was still wearing, like, it was still light makeup that made it look like she wasn't wearing makeup, but she was still wearing makeup? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's what that's what they are trying to communicate with this clean girl aesthetic, right? There is a very minimalistic look, right? That's the the I guess if you had to put a Webster's uh, definition around what clean girl was, am I am I getting it right so far? Yeah, okay, read the next joint. Uh, this is an article. Okay. By now you've definitely wait. This is clean. This is clean girl one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. By now you've definitely seen the soft life trend. It has taken over Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and other social media platforms. YouTube, you. I don't know what that says. YouTube Urania characterizes it as black women living a life of ease, peace, comfort, and intentional happiness. It rebukes struggle, love, stress, and distress. And it consists of mutual relationships, clarity, and self-care. Okay. So I've run across these two things, clean girl aesthetic and soft life. Mm -hmm. And on the surface, I'll be honest with you, sweetheart, they sound great. We had a conversation uh, not too long ago about how um, well, I feel like season three is also has that undertone of uh, the internet ain't real, right? And we yeah. talked about that in reference to the beauty standard, how augmented realities are creating a beauty standard that is now seeping into real life, having people uh, adjust their body so they can look like the internet selves, mm-hmm. right? We talked about that, right? Yep. So I thought maybe the minimalistic approach could be the solution to that, right? If everybody's showing their real ass face, then we can get we can get back to being attracted to the real person that you are and not the internet representation that you are. I'm trying to be very careful with my language because I don't want to demonize the people who do adjust their appearance on the internet to look a different way. That's your prerogative. You could do what the fuck you want to do. But still, I believe that we were saying that the beauty standard had become damaging to the point that people were trying to reflect the internet selves in real life. Therefore, we have to make an adjustment and I thought that adjustment might be a minimalistic approach, right? Mm-hmm. And the second part of the situation, the soft life, especially addressing directly to black women, isn't, that ex- isn't soft life what Mary J. Blige you talking about in her songs? <laughs> Read the definition again. <laughs> ain't that ain't that what she be talking about in her songs? I, I just thought of no more pain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the first thing I thought of. No more pain, no drum pain, no more pain, no drama. <laughs> right? That's is that what soft life is? Read the definition again. Tell me I'm wrong. A life of ease, peace, comfort, and intentional happiness. It rebukes struggle, love, distress stress and distress and it consists of mutual relationships clarity and self-care okay yeah these are solutions right that's Mary J. Blige okay yeah I'm trying to be serious (laughs) alright go back to the first tweet the tweet that you read first time alright now go back to that one just read the response calling soft soft glam slash no makeup makeup looks quote unquote clean holds the connotation that full glam is dirty and for the clean girl framing of this aesthetic to be prevalent among white women it looks like a whole lot of pandering to white femininity femininity and purity culture okay so here comes the nefarious thing now as I told you a second ago I don't necessarily believe in the grand schemes and conspiracies of people but sometimes when instances like this line up I have to raise my eyebrow and I feel like it's my responsibility to point out that I'm analyzing something different here I'm seeing something, there's something underneath this, both soft life and clean girl, and I want you to know, it's not in the execution of these definitions, it's in the actual words themselves. Right. What the fuck is a soft life? (laughs) 
and I'm talking linguistics right now, yeah. and what the fuck is a clean girl? I'm talking linguistics right. right now, especially in the time where we just came out of the hot girl summers. I thought we were still hot girls out here, and I thought hot girl was also the liberation of the female body, but now there's a new definition about clean girl. Mm -hmm. Now, this sounds familiar to me, all right? The ancestors on my back, like, wait a minute. This how they convinced us that they was white. Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. At first it was like, oh, let's just all be ourselves. And then it was, oh, we gonna be ourselves in this way and y'all can be ourselves in y'all hot way and y'all dirty way. Right. And we gonna call ourselves white, we gonna call ourselves, get, go, to the, go to the next joint, go to the next scene. Cause there's, there were some brilliant people online who've already uh, sniffed out some of these implications. Go ahead. Black women in luxury was classist. Black women in modesty was racist. Black women in dark academia was wanting to look white. Clean girl aesthetic is racist, transphobic, fat phobia, colorist, etc. Your problem is with black women, not these aesthetics, admit it. So like I just said a second ago, we just came out of an era of a hot girl summer where women felt like they could be themselves, especially centered around black women. We talked about in my unsolicited advice to women episode, how we wanted to see more carefree black women and that meant in a very literal sense, throwing your ass wherever you want to throw your ass, yeah. right? But now we're coming into this clean girl aesthetic, which is just, it has this breath of modesty for some reason. Right. Read the next joint. Clean girl and emphasis on being more feminine, springing up in times when women are fighting against laws and regulations on their bodies is no dink. So I want my black women to have their Mary J life. I really do. Mm -hmm. Man, I really do. I want you to have no more drama and no more pain. I want you to be safe. I want you to be uh, uh, um, abundant within your community. Yeah. But I got sad news for you. We got work to do. Right. And the implication that the work that must be done is hard, I feel like is a attempt to get you to not do it right if I can label your struggle as something that is extraneous something that is added on to you as, al as almost if you could detach from it mm -hmm. that I can get you to stop doing the work to get you to that Mary J life right this is starting to sound familiar read the third joint <laughs> being clean is not anti-black being healthy is not anti-black being well-read and educated is not anti-black. Being level-headed with self-restraint and impulse control is not anti-black. Being kind, polite, or soft-spoken is not anti-black. Being loved is not anti-black. Stop this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The implications of these definitions are not the problem of what this is. Right. It is strictly the linguistics. And what does this sound like to you? This sound like, to me, an extension of rebranded oppression. Mm -hmm. Gen Z got credit troubles because they feel like layaway, they well, they have fallen into the layaway traps called afterpay and quad pay and all these other things that show up that make it look like it's cheaper at the time, but they, they charge you incredibly outrageous interest rates if you don't make on-time payments and these individuals are not making their on-time payments. Same thing as credit card debt. Right. They took mobile homes, made them smaller, put two levels on them, mm -hmm. and called them tiny homes. Mm -hmm. They took all the gluten out of the 40s put it in a 12 packs, called it White Claw. I'm telling you, y'all. <laughs> I 
We in a rebranding era. Watch out. <laughs> Not saying that you can't enjoy these things. Of course you should have a fucking soft life. Of course you should try to want uh, uh, equitable relationships in your life. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, are you... Are you being rocked? <laughs> are you being rocked to sleep? We have conversations in, in a... In a, in a in an anthropological sense uh, with one of the clients that I work with at Greater Theory and one of our advisors, her name is Dr. Gaunt, Kira Gaunt, she won a wonderful book uh, called The Girls, The Games the, the Games We Play about the, uh, the jump rope games and how they have actually influenced hip hop to the utmost and how women aren't really seen in that space. One of the questions she constantly asks is, where are the girls at? Not from the front to back. Where the girls at? How come we not seeing more women popping up in these uh, uh, trends in these in these in these progressive movements since the pandemic? And her theory is, in which I have to think about this. She sent a couple articles. Her theory is that the momentum that women were making post or or Me Too movement, Times Up movement, mm-hmm. going into the pandemic has been minimalized and captured because we've had to stay home and some of these women have had to revert back to a time before because they've been stuck with their mm-hmm. berating partners or they've been stuck with a gender role that is inside of a constraint that they've been trying to break out of and so a movement has been kind of squandered now I don't want to say squandered has kind of been stifled. stifled thank you sweetheart has been stifled to a certain sense mm-hmm. and now we're not seeing where the girl's at right like the one tweet said, all this happening, mm-hmm. the begging for you to stop fighting and have a peaceful life while women's bodies are being attacked. Mm. <laughs> the Crown Act is just getting passed and now they're asking you to have a clean aesthetic. We got any comments? That's all I got to say. <laughs> we got to get watch out. <laughs> That's all I got to say. No. We got no comments. Well, people just saying grand rising. Good morning. You know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, well, we are going to take a quick break. I want to play uh, a music video from our good man at the Crab Shack Studios. We have a wonderful show coming up this weekend on Saturday. Check out Crab Shack Music. Is it Crab Shack Music? Crab Shack Studios. I feel like it's Crab Shack Music because like I want to say studios and I'm usually wrong. So <laughs> make sure you go to Crab Shack Music on Instagram and see how you can get those tickets. It's going to be a beautiful outdoor backyard event. One of those grown ass events. It's going to be some wine. <laughs> it's going to be some wine and some white folks there. So it's going to be some good time, which means it's probably going to be some cheese. Okay, so we're going to have a good time this Saturday. Check out some of the people who will be performing there in this music video and we'll be right back with more Awake and Bake with B. Mo, it's time to roll up blunt. Shabapa. Don't know how you 
Thanks for listening, thanks for your time. So much love in the room right now. We just wanted to share it with you. Hopefully you pass it along. And we are back with more Wake and Bake. <coughs> I should have got some water in the break. We are back with more Wake. <coughs> wow, okay. <coughs> oh, for two. Let me see again. Here we go. <coughs> we are back with more Wake and Bake. Will you be Mo? Yeah. I felt a little off, too. I don't know. I don't know what it got to Man, I gotta put some. Or oh, anyway, we are back with another. We are back with more. Wake and bake with BMO. It is time to review our blunt. I'm gonna let the lady of the house sniff the weed. This morning we are reviewing sniff the weed. I had to leave a little bit for you to smell. <laughs> um, this morning we are smoking with uh, Street Lawyer Services in D.C. Some of my favorite people. They've been sponsoring the show all of season three. Shout they have given, Dave. huh? Yeah, shout out to Dave. Shout out. To... Oh, Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave. I'm convinced Dave is a black racist. <laughs> I am convinced. But anyway, that should not affect your shopping. Uh, head over to Street Lawyer Services on 8th Street, I-71, right in the city. All you need is your identification. They hook you up with a $100 coupon to some legal services provided by criminal defense lawyer Lonnie. Uh, and in exchange, you'll get a gift of some marijuana, some high-strain situations. It's very interesting that some of the stuff that we get from our, our black-owned dispensary, you know, the weed man, mm-hmm. he'd be on the edge of some stuff. And then we see that same product floating into the I-71s. And this week is no different. We have Dolce and Gabbana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lady house is giving it a sniff. We are going to do our, uh, what Carl call it? Our Gonjolier. Mm-hmm. We're going to be our Gonjolier. We're going to do a little smoke test for you. Um, we've smoked it before. I'll give you a spoiler alert. You might want to head on down to Street Lawyer Services already, okay? Because it's going to sell out fast, all right? It's a pretty solid smelling let the lady house talk about the smell because I'm not smelling it right now. Give us your initial. Um, it smells like citrus. Just straight citrus. It might be a little like. What type of citrus? Are we talking orange, lemon, yeah, lime? I'm getting like orange, but I feel like there's a little pine in there too. Like it's it's a little bit earthy, but it's very barely earthy. Yeah. But very citrusy, yeah. different from a sweet weed. Yeah. This is what a hybrid, it's 50 50 hybrid? Yeah, it's, it's very bright. It's very bright, not sweet though. Not sweet, no. I think that'll be interesting. We already know what it's going to taste like, but it'll be interesting what that burn is and the effects of afterwards. We'll get right into the show as I'm lighting this. Mmm. Mmm. Let's give it a. Uh, I want to talk about these dumbass bags we've been seeing. <laughs> the, uh, the ash on the bag? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Nah, yeah, man. We got, a, we got a weed bag the other day, and it had uh, Rachel Ash. Is your ash white? I think that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and I'm concerned that they put something in the weed to make it white ash. See, that's that purity shit. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's got to be pure. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> Who's pure? Name a pure nigga. Martin Luther? No king. Not him either. <laughs> <laughs> Not him either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Didn't get a good light. Did not get a good light on that one. Is that an indication? We got to get like, maybe we need like a formal review framework. We said this on Tuesday. We did say this on Tuesday. We supposed to be solution baked. I mean, did we find a solution? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Now, okay. I knew it would be interesting once you burned. Because I'll be honest with you. Ooh. It's dense. I'm smacked. God damn. It's dense. It's a solid quality weed, which I expect because this is their high premium weed of the month. Mm-hmm. But can I be honest though? What's up? The citrus burn is not my favorite burn. You said Burnt orange is not my favorite. It's not my favorite burn. Uh-oh. Like I can take burnt sugar because that's caramel. Yeah. But like burnt orange, what's burnt orange? Just burnt. So I can still taste the I can still taste the orange. But this isn't a this isn't a a pleasant weed. And you know what's crazy? I feel like that might be the same about Dolce and Gabbana. Every time I see some Dolce and Gabbana in real life, I'm like, this is high class. <laughs> like this look kind of weird, bro. Yeah. That and Balenciaga gotta be like, I mean, I guess if if y'all say so. Right. But no, the gas is good. The smoke is good. I tell you one thing. After those two hits, though, I'm already got a little, got a little something going on. Can we have a quick conversation? I'm review over. Can we have a quick conversation? Okay. So, um, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I, 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 can I talk to you honestly, sweetheart? Um, what day is the business anniversary? What day is your ex's birthday again? The 16th. <laughs> um, June 16th, which is in 14 days, two weeks from now, yeah. will be, I will have completed five years as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Five years. When I started, the first person, one of my first people I talked to, his name was LeGreg. And he is the, uh, 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 he's one of the co-owners of the museum DC, you know, the person who did the shoes of Steph Curry, the nigga who got all the colorful situations, right? He said, once you get to five years, if, if you get to five years, you'll be straight. And what's interesting is, um, yeah, I think I think we straight because this, this month, next month, the following month, uh, minus the products that we sell could be the highest grossing months in BMO history. Yeah. Right, I ain't get no applause. Everybody applauding. I ain't get no member, member. That's all right, though. That's all right, though. We don't applaud money. No, it's okay. We, that's been a theme on the show. We don't really, we don't. I mean, we don't care, nigga. What are you doing for the community? Does it free us? So, um, and looking back and reflecting upon those things, I remember why I left the nonprofit community, and I left the nonprofit community not only because Elizabeth Travel bitch ass. But also, one day I looked up and I looked around and I recognized that I was on the wrong end of the equation. In the nonprofit world, you have people who donate, you get grants so that you can fulfill a mission. 
Yeah. I was on the fulfill a mission side. Yeah. The problem with the fulfill a mission side is you only get 26 students at a time. You only affect, even if even when I was managing the whole program, seven schools, there was only a thousand students at a time. I can't, and that's only DC. I can't affect all the blackness. I can't, I can't, I can't tease out and 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 work out these solutions to the very nuanced problems that we have. Community minded at that, mm-hmm. from the perspective of a doer. So I retired. Because it came obvious to me, I have to circle back to this. I have to be in the donor room. I have to be of the nonprofit starter room. I gotta be the supporting foundation budget room. I gotta be the person who writes the grant. And I don't mean the person who writes the grant for application. I mean a nigga who says, I'm giving out $50 million. Yeah. Y'all niggas write a grant and figure out how to get it, get it from me. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite artists is moving to LA. Uh, and and I am very proud of them. What's up? The smoke is like pink or something. You see it? It is a pink smoke. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Wow. Um, favorite artist of mine. Yeah. One of my favorite artists. I'm not gonna say the favorite artist because that's not fair and not true. A favorite artist of mine is moving to L.A. and I'm very proud of them because the trip to L.A will confirm in my very selfish way what I've already known. This person is not a star. This person is a galaxy. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> right. Uh, 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 that was a salacious, that was a salacious <laughs> joint. That's you see your head turn. What? <laughs> this person is not a star. This person is more than a star. This person is a whole galaxy. This person is the cosmos. Yeah. A collection of stars, a collection of gigantic gaseous bodies burning in the nightlife, in the nighttime sky. I'm very proud of them. But I'm also very sad for myself. Because several times I have tried to activate with this person. Production difficulties got in the way. Lack of financials on my end got on the way. And I found myself being more of a doer than a supporter. Than a than a than a, a budgeter than a grant writer and not an application not an applicant but a creator, mm-hmm. and it has forced me to look at my own self in this entrepreneurial career. I tell you one thing I've learned in the five years: when you got a when you got a a, a sole propriety entrepreneurship that eventually extends into an LLC that's still only operated by essentially one person. Um, when you make a mistake, you gotta look at your own dumb ass self. It's only you. Right. So I'm seeing this person go off to LA and I know they're not coming back. Yeah. They're not coming back and I don't want them to come back. Go forth and flourish. But it has made me look at my own dumb ass self in the mirror and be like, what you doing? What you doing? We had music videos, premieres, tapes, concerts, urbanes, late night shows, galleries, open mics, closed mics, dinners, studio sessions, trips up and down the coast, semi-tour life, production life, 
and you still can't keep them in. Yeah. What are we doing? Very troubling life. I, as I, I've said several times on the show, I don't want to be a manager because management is a heartbreaking ordeal. Somebody gets you, they use all your resources, and then they move on to bigger, better things as they should do. But now I'm just sitting here. Mm-hmm. I'm not crying. Also, I don't know what to do. To be honest with you, I have no idea what to do. I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know what to do. It's like, it feels like I'm building foundations to homes, but not able to afford the walls. I feel like the ex-girlfriend who always gets dumped and then the the next girl gets the gets the wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, this nigga know how to cook. I taught him. <laughs> and now y'all got seven kids uh, in a 40-acre home in Wyoming. Fuck. So what am I supposed to do, sweetheart? I'm supposed to, is this my Georgia moment? Am I supposed to go down to Georgia? <laughs> this it? Are we done? <laughs> Close up the laptop? We packing up? We done? What am I supposed to do? I mean, even even Georgia's not <laughs> the end. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Because we were we were kind of talking about it, and it's not it's not even so much that there's a lack of money here because there are people with money here, but. Art. Right, and the, the investment in art is a low priority. Right. Or if I, <coughs> or am I bitching up? Am I just scared? What's going on? In a week, you tell me about me. In a week, what am I gonna say? Tell me what I'm gonna say in a week. Go ahead. <laughs> You're not done. <laughs> huh? You're not done. I'm not done? No. How you know? Because <laughs> I know you. you know. What, are, what are the words I'm gonna say in a week? <sighs> you gonna say, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right. We got any comments? I don't need any encouragement though. Or is the encouragement going? Is encouragement <laughs> happening? Uh, Jada says, "Congrats." Hey, that's on the money. Yeah. She said, "Nah, I care." LOL. And then she said, "Pink smoke with the hard eyes." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this is nice. Yeah. Very. You feel? Very mellow. <laughs> <laughs> if it's who I think it is, yes, they are. Talking about moving. Uh, y'all, I just hear and he put the yeah flowers. Nice. Nice. The yeah. Susans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcus says, don't stop. As a photographer, I feel that a very low priority, which is why I travel. You know, my man's told me at the beginning of the year, you got to travel more. And we ain't, we ain't went nowhere. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, we Tampa. Oh, yeah, it was. Was it Tampa? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, we got we to go places. All right. Um, let's get to this third topic because I believe oh. it. What happened? Micah said, "Man, I gotta figure this shit out." That's what you would say. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta figure this shit out. Uh, 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. I guess I, I guess I'm just low. <laughs> Shorty wanna ride with me? Oh, we can get low. <laughs> Said you want a thug? Don't be scared now. <laughs> Shout out to Young Buck. All right, let's get into this third topic because it is time for the. Maybe I shouldn't do this with smoke in my mouth. We're gonna try it anyway. The Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Award. Um, I'll just say it plainly: we have a problem with gun violence. Yeah. As Americans, as black Americans, we can go back and forth about black on black crime and systematic crime, in which I'm ready to have that conversation with y'all. 100% ready to have the conversation about how our people, ready to have the conversation. We've been having the conversation about systemic oppression, okay? Mm -hmm. Check, Check the motherfucking archives, okay, if you wanna hear that. But this morning, I wanna focus on the problem. We have a problem with gun violence in the black community. Yeah. You know what I want you to play? Oh man, is it still there? It was the video of the dude, uh, that dude I be playing all the time. Well, he's trying to talk to the people and they like, let's give it per uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> I think it's on there, it's like, Anyway, <laughs> I thought I had his ass on then. Uh, no, that's not on here. Okay, all right. I want to talk about gun violence. So we have a problem with gun violence in the black community. Now, I think we can start there and we can all acknowledge that there's a problem there. We are losing far too many young people and people in general as it pertains to gun violence. So I've been thinking about the solution. So my man's called me the other day. Mm-hmm. My man's his name is Zeppelin. Yeah. Called me, he runs a... Uh, he runs a content creation farm. It's called Amped. Mm-hmm. It was a very much like a, if you think about colors, but more hip hop, extremely more hip hop. He calls me the other day and he says, "Bimo, I have a paradox." Okay. He said, "Now I'm I'm calling you. I know uh, you and I even talk about myself." He said, "I know you and I. We aren't Quincy Jones and P Diddy yet." And I was like, "That's true." But he said, "I feel like there's something we can do." Mm-hmm. heard him out we had a conversation about the appropriateness of gun violence as it pertains to hip hop and now what's crazy is we started the conversation disqualifying ourselves to a certain degree because what we see in mainstream media is that um, oh we're both in the music industry sorry I'm going to give that give that as well Amped is a, is a music situation so we're talking about what are some solutions that we can do within our means mm-hmm. to help this gun violence situation and so he's talking to me about uh, he's doing the freestyles yeah 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 dude comes on big flock drops you know drops one of the money one of, not one of the money joints just one of the murder murder freestyles you know what I'm saying I'm shoot you up blast blast 36 in the chamber pow 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 and uh, Zeppelin says amps number go crazy after that 
go wild. Some of his most popular videos, this Big Flock dude didn't come on. Now, he ain't had other popular artists on there, but ain't nothing popped off like Big Flock, this Big Flock dude. And so another young rapper died. I think it was a kid. I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss say miss say his name, but another young rapper died. I think he was in YSL. Young rapper died, and he said he had to reevaluate why he was becoming popular. This is this is a blueprint from Dave Chappelle. Although you know we get a little added to with Dave Chappelle, but in the third season of the Chappelle Show, after a white man laughed at him in his jokes a little too hard, he had to think about why is this funny. Right. Interesting how he won't do that now, but anyway. Why, um, uh, 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 why was this violent thing popular? Mm-hmm. And if it happened to my smaller channel, how is this circulated and repeated into larger channels? Okay. And thus, how do we even create a natural algorithm in which this particular type of music has become so popular that it keeps outbalancing the scales or the rotation of what is hip hop supposed to be? We're supposed to have a violent, we're supposed, not supposed to, there's usually a violent movement and then there's a slight gangster movement and then we get into dance and then we get into conscious rap and then niggas is having fun and then we do it all over again. But it seems like we've been in this violent streak for a long time. Yeah. Long time. And we've created this natural algorithm that's perpetuated within probably a digital algorithm that makes violent music popular. Therefore, you want to make violent music because you want to be popular. Therefore, you want to be popular so you can be successful. Success is freedom. We know that's a fallacy. So all this thing is built on the fallacy of trying to be something that's not even available whilst talking about destroying your own community. So what can we do? My man does a dangerous thing. Mind you what I just told you. Mm-hmm. The most popular thing on this channel was the violent content. He sees the problem of violent content in his community and he says, you know what I could do? I could stop the circulation. You got you got him up? You got him up? This dangerous ass nigga here. You got him up? Yeah. Read these things. We've lost too many young kings and queens to violence in prison. Amped will no longer amplify messaging that may lead to that. Oh. Effective immediately, Amped will no longer allow content related to or referencing murder or gun violence on its platforms. Oh, wow. All artists are still welcomed, and Amped will display your exceptional talent that doesn't reference murder or gun violence. So you know what you know what the most beautiful thing about the Big Flock situation is? Big Flock comes off the stage from performing the the, the gun violenced freestyle, and he says to he says to Zeppelin, he's like, man, I don't even want to do this shit no more. Really? Nah, he said, I got a song with Brent Fayez, and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga who just got off the stage saying some violent ass shit said, I got a song with Brent Fayez and it's beautiful. <laughs> Meaning we have the capacity to do other things. I'm not saying the eradicate. You know what? You know what? You know what? Maybe I'm getting, you know what? Maybe freedom of speech is a white thing. I, well, I have a question though. Like what is, is there a place for this, this type of music? Like. Is there a place? The old man in me is saying, nah, get that shit all the way out, but that ain't fair. Right. Because you should be able to 
uh, you should be able to reflect the things that are happening within your community. You should be right. able to be unfiltered about the things that are happening in community. But I think there has to be a proper place for these things. Yeah. Explicit. And I think, you know what? And, and proper place even sounds like too systemic because I don't ever want to put a bound on art. But I think there is a responsibility of artists to be sensitive to its outcome and maybe the old blueprint is somebody had to tell you don't do it the new blueprint is hey bro do something else limited instead of it being all 12 this is what Zeppelin said to me on the phone instead of it being all 12 tracks on your album let's cut it down to 6 and then cut it down to 3 I know this ain't the only thing that you do Mm -hmm. if it is I mean Maybe I'm encouraging you to be a better artist. <laughs> Maybe you should go to Wisconsin and see some shit. Maybe you should go experience life so that you could talk about something else. In one of my favorite writing classes, the teacher would always, she was a minimalist. She would cut down every fucking word in your sentence. Your sentences would be three three words long. And you'd be like, why is my sentence spit, I'm not spit, a spot runs fast. She said, because you ain't talking about nothing else. Talk about more. Yeah. Dig deeper. (laughs) So yeah, the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week, the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week is the revolutionary actions. I I what I believe to be the revolutionary actions of Ant. We are no longer allowing gun violent and violent material on our platform. You can still I wonder how long it was muted. Well, they just commented that though. I don't know how long it was. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, all right, let's just get to the burning question. Oh, we said uh, like 45 seconds. Okay. Yeah, we got comments though. Okay. Um, Akila says, man, we got to stop supporting and making these hip hop songs that glorify such violence. And going viral is our fault. And then she says, yes, there's a place. We are suffocating said space with chaos. Again, our fault. Marcus says there's a mass shooting in Chicago every week but the media never cared which is why I'm not letting anybody take my guns media blows it up now because it's trendy if it wasn't guns it would be something else the ghettos in the UK have knife problems we're a violent species it will never stop death metal has violence and this shit doesn't happen in that community okay wait are you saying that violence doesn't happen in the white community Mm. You're right. They take it to other communities. You're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, we could disagree on guns, but I think the conversation I was having was more so on how what is our responsibility to amplifying these messages? Yeah. Hmm. But it's your turn, though. It's time. I need the burning question. 
for the road. <laughs> okay. So, how do we transform the messaging of, you know, clean girl, soft life? <sighs> Can we? Is that. I think just take it. <clears throat> um, what's. That's a good question. What's disappointing about the the uh, conversation, to me, I think what the most disappointing part about the conversation is that people are dismissing. You know what? This kind of relates to Honeypot. Okay. So like, whether you're right or wrong, if I'm looking at something that was and something that is, and they are different, then something has changed. Right. Don't look me in the face and say nothing has changed. Right. That is a that is false. <laughs> Same thing with this thing here. If something was minimalistic and it has changed to clean, don't tell me nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Something has changed. Mm -hmm. And then don't also try to gaslight me into my my analysis being that this is the same way that we were transfixed into the current oppressive language that we have now. Right. right and wrong, white and black, clean and dirty. Real easy slippery soap. We can see the slippery soap when it comes to other cultures. We can see the slippery soap when it comes to the Jewish things. We right. start saying control the weather and other things like that. We can see how that's a slippery slope back into the Holocaust culture, but we can't see how transforming minimalist makeup into clean girl. Right. Okay. <laughs> I feel the old man coming to me. Don't pistol my head and tell me it's rain. Okay. Shit. Wait, I answered your question. Yeah. What was the question? How do we go back? Oh, so I think the way we go back is like we just got to transform it back to what it is, and I don't know what we is and who gotta is <laughs> like, but I think it has to be done uh, and have to be open to these conversations. Although I find it interesting, I always find it interesting that like. I found out about this trend on Twitter, which was the fourth social media cycle of the clean girl in the soft life situation. Mm -hmm. um, this had gone through TikTok and gone through YouTube and gone through uh, Instagram. Instagram, but I hadn't seen those things because I'm mostly on Twitter when it comes to tracking the trend. So, you know, and Twitter is a place where you have words. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, we want to thank y'all for watching another episode of Hawaii Make We Be Mo. You can always catch the instant replay on Twitter or YouTube, like right now, right now, like right now, right now. If you wanted to go, you know, see the whole screen and see everything that's happening on the left or right, you could do that. So on Twitter, matter of fact, if you are on the Twitter or the YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like. Um, share with a friend do all those things hit the like button on Instagram we need all the love and all the algorithms alright um, uh, we're gonna leave you with uh, the music video for Best of Me for the new album Alton Delete 2 by Yaj and Dill coming out this on the 4th which is Saturday right yeah yeah comes out on the 4th I'm on the album hey. I make my <laughs> album debut <laughs> I can't wait to talk to y'all on Tuesday about what I did and why I did it. But if you want a sneak preview, go listen to uh, 
uh, Country Grammar by Nelly and pay attention to Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave y'all with the Best of Me music video. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Good morning. Sounds terrible. We have our biggest show in three days, and you still don't have it down. Paige, come on. I mean, I took like three weeks to learn this tambourine, and honestly, you're the one who's always late to band practice. Um, I think we're all just hungry. Like, yeah, just be cool, man. I might have been a little flat. Mercury's in retrograde, and I need to protect my peace. I'm out of here. Wait, what? What does that even mean? Hey, one of y'all musty. What's that what? smell? I know you better open this garage door. God damn. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Won't take the blame this time For your bad vibration For your low frequency Check your energy.